0: Okay, Uh, this is Daniel Patrick Brennan. This is the Wine is Food podcast, Uh, talking to winemakers all over the world and I'm back home in New Jersey. Finally, we got a New Jersey wine producer here. We're here with Todd Worker at uh, Hawk Haven Vineyard. And I was gonna say, as I pulled in here and I saw the label, I actually recognize the label now that I've been here and seen it, but when I first heard the name, I was kind of unsure because nice. maybe it's the Hawks Bay in my head. Hawks <laughs> Bay, people get that. Hawks Bay, Hawk yeah. Crest, Hawk yeah.
1: Haven. You know, it's good that we're getting the name out there. Yeah, starting to recognize.
0: Um, so I just kind of popped in through a, uh, a hurricane down the Garden State Parkway, and we're down near <laughs> Cape May. Uh, what town are we actually in? We're actually Rio Grande. Rio Grande, which yeah. sounds pretty. pretty romantic or something i don't know (laughs) sounds like texas yeah (laughs) um how long has this place been here i I mean i don't know anything about it uh,
1: the winery itself we've been producing wine since uh, 2007 okay um and started selling wine in 2009 so we've been open for a little over a little over three years now and the vines have been here vines i started the vines in 97 so we're 15 years on some, oh, okay. some of the vines so yeah, yeah that's cool. pretty well established
0: and were you guys just selling fruit to other people for a yeah while? initially
1: it was just selling fruit making a little bit of uh wine kind of experimenting with some different things and uh cool you know going from there
0: and what's the production now for you guys uh
1: we're at uh, 4,000 cases that's good yeah, yeah, yeah. started at uh we were 700 cases in 07 and um up to 40 4,200 cases Actually. And
0: what's the um, varietals you're doing here? I saw some whites out by the road, but yeah, unless you haven't gone through we yet, uh, we're,
1: yeah, comes. we're uh, kind of like halfway through varietal different things. Uh, so we've got uh, we're, we've got their Chardonnay, we've got Pinot Grigio, Sauvignon Blanc, um, Viognier, Gewürztraminer, uh, some Riesling. I was uh, f- just down in um,
0: um, Virginia, and they're all about their Viognier down there. The they're down pretty there, yeah. pretty excited about it. And I would think. Uh, with the humidity issues that we have on the East Coast here, is that something that you see works particularly better here than something else, or is it kind of
1: um you know it 's kind of that 's kind of young for me mm-hmm. so i 'm just kind of starting to see a, a decent crop out of it. This will be the uh you know first first real crop out of it. I got some out of it last year, so I only got uh you know about fifty cases worth out of mm-hmm. it last year, so we 'll get
0: uh we grow a little down in New Zealand I really like that yeah you know, so it's
1: far a, it's shown some promise uh, yeah. i really like what i'm what i'm seeing out of it it's i mean it's really really gorgeous looking fruit right now yeah it's it's so, uh interesting wine and
0: uh i think it may be the only tough part is saying it and getting people to say it when they look at the, ex- the name exactly, on the trying bottle to, <laughs> trying to
1: figure out what it is right it's <laughs> n- no worse than Gewurztraminer. demeanor so <laughs> that's, yeah
0: that's true you guys are going covert's Gewurzt, dirty coverty mm-hmm. um, um what uh how did you end, how did you end up here and doing this and is this your family or what what's uh yeah on? this is
1: actually it's a family property for me so uh, my grandfather moved here in uh, 1939 mm-hmm. and uh, bought the property in 1940 so uh, it's been in the family for three generations and you know just uh, we're originally you know uh, cattle farmers so sure. uh, my grandfather um through lima beans and pumpkins and then sounds uh, like a new zealand story right, now. <laughs> right? yeah I got the, the farming background and then uh, just uh, started doing some research for to do something else with it and uh, you know started finding out that you know, cape may was going to be one of the premier wine growing regions on the east coast
0: there's got to be spots i mean that's what i always i always like grew up in the area and i always thought about uh, you know where stuff was good to grow and then particularly when i started getting into wine you'd think there has to be There's so many awesome soil types in the in the east coast and, right um, what what do you guys have normally it's in a this? very
1: sandy soil here it's a very very well drained mm-hmm. um so you know we we do get a little bit of rainfall here but it uh, really doesn't uh, just you know, precipitates out of the soil and so there's really not yeah. a lot of available water to the vines make them struggle a bit so they, yeah they, they struggle quite a bit there so it's actually it's pretty it's pretty good it's good riding yeah. that fine line yeah. exactly yeah so we've uh we've done a little bit of irrigation this this year it's pretty dry out there so mm-hmm. you know a little a uh, little rainfall that you came through today is a good thing <laughs> we we needed it
0: a little water right we're back in new jersey i gotta say water water yeah, yeah
1: it's not it's not water it's water. <laughs>
0: uh cool and uh we're actually uh i know everybody's just listening in, but we're sitting outside the tasting room right now here and it's busy on a wednesday afternoon yeah. so that's a good thing wednesday you
1: know? afternoon here it's always good yeah if you can get a nice crowd in here that's uh usually the rain- rainfall does it. it gets them off the beach yeah and, uh, into the tasting room so there you go so, yeah.
0: what uh so mostly local support at this point
1: uh, yeah, for the most part, we're um, well. I get, it's very tourist or, oriented here, so get a lot of that tourist traffic. We get people from you know around the world that come through here. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the local support isn't the, you know there's not a, a lot of local um, residents tour. here. So it's uh, most of our sales are, you know, tourist driven. But our sales are um, probably 95 percent through the tasting room, and just starting to kind of get out into the to the wholesale market as we get some recognition for the name. Yeah,
0: yeah, it seems <laughs> like. Uh you see them more and more in the wine shops of local, all over. Like I said, I was down in Virginia. I was seeing more of it out there, and it seems like people are becoming more aware, and at least they want to support and they want to try. So they're willing to take the ride with you. Yeah, exactly. You know,
1: people are you know trying to get into the to wine. Uh, you know, kind of start to expand their horizons a little bit and try mm-hmm. to try new things. And you know, we're getting a you know a decent reputation here. You know, early on in the uh, you know when. You know, wine was in its fledging state in uh, in New Jersey. It was uh, it was a little hard pressed to find some good <laughs> wines, but uh, now we've been uh, kind of getting ourselves educated and know what know what we're doing and uh, and making good wines from you know year in year out.
0: So. so, do you spend a good amount of time in the vineyard as well?
1: Yeah, I, I spend a lot of my time out in the yeah. vineyard. It's uh, you know that's uh, that's what I kind of pride myself f- on is our yeah. you know the quality of the the fruit is what makes the quality of the wine.
0: And I saw um again I didn't have a chance really to look around or anything it didn't. Didn't want to poke around too much because I wanted to make sure I had a lot of questions, but I did see you guys uh, did a lot of leaf plucking around the... Yeah, the, uh, we, so yeah, we tried did a open...
1: lot of leaf removal around, uh, around the fruit zone, get that sunlight into the, uh, into the grapes, you know, start mm-hmm. to you know, break down some of the... You know, and that was apples.
0: all, so it was white across the road there, is that what it was?
1: Yeah, we've got a lot of small blocks. So we don't have, um, I, I grow a lot of Cabernet Sauvignon, but the rest of the varietals are uh, you know kind of a few hundred vines of each. Because uh, so you got get,
0: the heat for cab here, there's no doubt. Exactly, we're definitely one of the
1: one of the best areas for cab on the East Coast. We got the long, uh, you know, growing season. We got the you know, got the heat to to get it, you know, ripe to where you need it.
0: And, when do you guys normally harvest cab salve? Like typically in a good year, or say, you know, this year might be a little bit
1: ahead. But this year we're going to be a little ahead, so most likely we'll, um, you know, just with everything, we're probably going to start our harvest for, for Pinot Grigio around the tw- you know, 25th of august somewhere around there we should be done through the uh cabernet you know middle of september that's somewhere
0: earlier than uh napa you yeah know?
1: exactly <laughs> so it uh should be looks to be a good year so far. maybe
0: one year i'll have to do a harvest here and then go to napa and do yeah, a harvest yeah, right? and you know right. do like some of those uh do three harvests in one year or something i didn't even think about that so that's an idea so we
1: are a little ahead now but uh, normally uh, the cab's kind of going closer to the uh you know middle of october oh okay yeah so that's a lot of then yeah that's pretty yeah, good so we're, yeah we're quite a few weeks ahead
0: cool it's good i guess it's better than the opposite problem which is
1: which is late yeah a few <laughs> few years ago we had we had the opposite problem and uh you know it, it happens from time to time you don't like it to happen but you know we went through that and so uh, you know, you learn a great, lot. It wasn't a great years. year for Cabernet that year.
0: Yeah, but you learn a lot during those years. Yes, you, know? you do. Certainly in the winery too. That's where I think uh, winemaking shines a little bit. When you have the tougher years in the vineyard, exactly. If you can still make good wine, then uh, and we, we've had unfortunately two in a row like that in Hawkes Bay, where you know it was a little cloudy, a little cooler, and and. Uh, you know I think the experience uh, it's so young down there the industry probably similar to this here that you're just still learning your soils you're learning what can happen and you know you're uh, trying not to jump the gun but uh, yeah. certain you know you kind of got to deal with what, what you get you know um, so you're more about your background. What you know, you, your farming background, like you right. said, right? Agricultural
1: background, which is you know, which is again why I like to pride myself on the mm-hmm. kind of viticultural aspect of. Well, you got some of the vineyard
0: tanks and pumps and stuff hanging around here, and you just kind of dove into it, and or did you have some you know collaborate with anybody
1: else? Yeah, we now, started off. Um, there was another you know winery down the street, and uh, they were they were making some wine, and um, kind of used them as a little bit of a you know some of our learning curve and mm-hmm. springboard in, into the uh industry and you know we were originally just making some wine in the basement and yep. you know uh you know we've got some pretty good stories about <laughs> early early mistakes and things of not not to do yeah know? yeah you know? well sure well, ther- thermal uh, expansion is one of my favorites you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, don't, some explosions down yeah, there yeah there's a l- little bit of wine in my face uh, <laughs> so it was uh, one of those things yeah i won't let that happen again
0: yeah I brought uh well forgot to mention we have producer Jamie uh brother James here just hanging out <laughs> with us uh, off mic but uh, I brought him down to uh New Zealand and I thought oh I'll get him in the winery and he'd give me a hand and uh I had the pump going in the wrong direction and the uh barrel exploded but I blamed it on him and made him think like he was the one <laughs> screwed right on yeah I, Well I didn't do point. anything what I said <laughs> so don't ever do that again. You know? That's the last time he was allowed in it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's cool. I think, um, you know, having. At least somebody in the area to collaborate a little bit with and talk about machinery and talk about you know this tank and maybe even you know trade equipment and things like that's got to be invaluable you know. Yeah, you
1: know we've got a you know pretty good uh, industry going on in the uh, in the state of New Jersey and uh, you know everybody likes to wants to work together, try to build the industry up as much as possible.
0: And they just cha- made a big law change, right? Like a few months ago that. Yeah, it we're... actually
1: just allowed uh, direct shipping in uh, to and you know out of the state. Uh, before uh, we weren't allowed to direct ship our wines, even within, even the, state. within the state.
0: Yeah, it was kind of on freeze mode. I was reading articles down exactly. down south, or well, down in New Zealand about it, and was mm-hmm. yeah, curious to see kind of put everybody's business on hold for a bit, right?
1: Yeah, because it kind of held our, uh, you know, our our wineries hostage there for a little bit in the tasting rooms, because it, it kind of had the uh, the tasting rooms in jeopardy of not being able to sell wine through the tasting room. Yeah, and as I stated earlier, it was ninety five percent of our sales were through the tasting room. Um, really would have affected. Yeah, because
0: you're trying to bring people in, give them a little experience, and then hopefully they take some wine with them. And if you lose them, you know they might not remember. Exactly. It well, they, not
1: they were. It was kind of threatening to to shut the tasting rooms down, so we wouldn't be able to even open to sell wine. Yeah. That would have uh, That would have been really pretty bad ha- for and business. And
0: you guys had like a kind of group lobby together, or what did you do to?
1: Yeah, we've got the uh, New Jersey Wine Growers Association, and uh, we got together and some lobbyists and law firms and yeah you know, pushed and pushed pushed and, and, and got it through so it show those good. fat cats what's
0: up you yeah know. we
1: had the uh, pretty good support of uh one of the local uh senators and uh steve sweeney and he really pushed uh, pretty hard to get good. it through
0: yeah it's crazy that that it got to that point but i guess it was one of those sort of loophole yeah. things that turned into hurting everybody i guess yeah right?
1: exactly well it was kind of there was you know some different scenarios that we were going through and it was just uh there was a couple in North Jersey that wanted some wine shipped into the state and and once it uh, you know kind of, kind of became a little bit of a federal issue where we were uh, violating what they call interstate commerce clause and mm. um, we weren't uh, we weren't allowing out-of-state wineries to to sell wine the same way that we were so it kind of threatened to, to close mm. close down until we got legislation to, to fix that so now we're back and we're good and uh, you know business is better than ever
0: good um, yeah and you guys have seen a good summer so far of
1: tourism and
0: everything. Yeah, been...
1: we uh, we've been we've been doing great. We continue to see our uh you know our growth in uh in the business. Keep seeing uh, you know, our sales increase every season. Mm-hmm. So,
0: um, so I mean, you're the first uh New Jersey producer I've talked to and I'm trying to get a handle on some of the other growing areas and you know, I've uh Obviously, you were talking about this area down. We're way down south for people who are looking on the map down in uh, Cape May County, which is basically the very bottom tip of New Jersey. Um, but what are some of the other growing areas in the state that, that you like or, or that you're, you know of? Or
1: Yeah, yeah um, you know, these, what we call southern Jersey area is uh, we've got an AVA. Uh, we're called the Outer Coastal Plains. Uh, but once you get um, out of that Plains area, the flatter uh, south Jersey area, you start to get into some, some more mountainous Mm-hmm. Regions up in North Jersey, and um there's some some pretty nice areas up there. If you can get a nice southern-facing slope with mm-hmm. some good ex- you know sunlight exposure, um you, know, you can really you know get some some nice quality fruit. Cool the North Jersey areas.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna at some point keep trying to tour around and poke into places. And like I said, we sort of lined this up today last minute, but we made it happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, are there any restaurant support in the area for you guys? Are starting to be some interest to somebody? You know, with all the, you know, there's a lot of great restaurants in, on the beaches around here. So
1: yeah, right now, uh, right now we've got um, part of what new jersey does uh, really well is uh, support for the wineries is we're allowed to sell wine in restaurants that don't have liquor licenses so we can sell our wine in a, in a byob restaurant that's with awesome. one of our, you know, our retail outlets that we're allowed um but we so we've got a few of those so that does, that is great for that's for a huge sales, advantage yeah. huge advantage um but then we're also we're starting to get into some more of the uh you know your established restaurants with liquor licenses and uh you know that have uh, that kind of Know, if people drinker. want it
0: they're, they're you know it's gonna somebody will sell it right yeah you know, a, so. exactly
1: uh you know there's uh the mad batter in cape mays great restaurant uh, uh we're there we were in uh harry's in the montreal Inn hotel there's a great restaurant there well, i think so cape
0: may too with it being such like kind of an old historic place that there'd be uh you know that kind of clientele around to, that would be interested in wine and things like that you might not be right you know pushing it at a what you know the princeton or something like that i'm trying to think of some of the big bars down on the uh, on sea isle and stuff yeah, yeah you, you haven't know, been yeah. to princeton in a while I no guess. i oh it's a yeah, change it's, i heard it's, it's, it's revamped oh okay They've, shenanigans or yeah, no, no uh, shenanigans yeah, the yeah so course, yeah. they uh but i know yeah i'm sure there's plenty of places where it's mostly miller lights going down the the shaft yeah, right there than anything uh, exactly so. But Cape May, I think, is a great area for it. And, uh, when I, as soon as I saw you were here, I thought it's one of the first things I thought of was, like, oh, that's a really nice area. And, and it's sort of yeah. got the old historic town and all that. So yeah. it seems to fit fit right in with the uh, three generations of farming in the area and all that, which is cool. Yeah. Um, are there any, um, like, festival New Jersey wine festivals where you guys all group together? Yeah, there's a,
1: we do, uh, there's a, I think, about five wine festivals a year that they do. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, unfortunately for us and our winery they typically do them on more of your bigger uh, holidays <laughs> yeah. and uh, we're, wanna be open. we're we're busy here and we can't really get away to to do a lot of them yeah. uh, but there's a couple coming up that we're going to take place and there's the, uh, the the Cape May um wine festival as a, a great one for us and when, uh, we do when's that do you know the date that is that? Columbus weekend Columbus okay. day weekend in october well um
0: you know, basically how this works, and I, I know you didn't really have a chance to check out what I'm doing because it kind of just showed up, <laughs> but basically I have a website, and we'll put any of that stuff up there uh, I mean, because not only will I put uh, your website, which is hawkhavenvineyard.com, and you have a Facebook page as well, which we'll link to, but also um, yeah, information about New Jersey Wines and any festivals coming up that you guys are participating in. And then, uh, you know, maybe there's just a contact page from the website if they have questions because there's people that listen, we hope, yeah. Gar- in the in Garden the State
1: Wine Growers Association, uh, go on their uh, webpage and list all the uh, New Jersey wineries. And, uh,
0: every time I come around, there's always somebody, if I do an event or something, to say, hey, have you tried, you know, this Pennsylvania wine or this New Jersey wine? So there's there's people that are interested and they want to support local things. So, um uh yeah. i think it's it's definitely worth to get it up there and let people know about it and all that yeah, um how, are you guys moving towards any or, or attempting to do any like sustainability things or anything like that it's a big thing that we're doing down in uh, new zealand and i know there's a big shift all over the world towards that and uh i would I know I talked with uh, Emily down at Veritas in Virginia, and it's pretty tough with the humidity with your spray diagrams or anything. But it's
1: yeah, that's uh, that's not really on the on oh. the horizon. Area. Because it's so
0: yeah, new, and we're trying to f- figure it out. Um, I'm just trying to think if like New Jersey wine growers, if that's anything, they're they're uh, starting to look into or anything like I that. I know there's
1: one winery that's trying to do uh, organic. Mm-hmm. I'm not not sure how yeah, uh, how
0: that's going. One of the um, problems I at least that I'm aware of, or I think I'm, I know in New Jersey to be an organic wine, you can't add sulfites. So that makes it pretty tough to make good wine in my opinion. Make, yeah, exactly. So we're down in uh, New Zealand. We have a thing called sustainable wine growing that we can put on there rather than certified, organic. certified and, organic. And that way we can still add sulfites. Cause I really haven't had too many wines that were good without sulfites. There's a, maybe a handful in the world, but the amount of money they have to spend, to avoid oxidation, is like almost right. nullifies any uh, sustainability that you would You mean put to it tell over. me you add sulfites? Yeah, yes, a yes. A <laughs> little bit, a little bit. Um, but uh, they, so yeah, it's gotta be interesting to see how that happens. Uh, I think we have a drier, certainly less humid climate in, throughout New Zealand, so it's a lot easier yeah. in the vineyard to have those practices.
1: Yeah, our our humidity is probably one of our, our biggest. You know, factors that we've got to fight. So it's a lot of lot of canopy management. Yeah. And, you know, shoot positioning to, to really get that canopy open up, let it make sure you know, no dry and dry out, and you know, and keep that air movement through there. Yeah. Like make the sure fruit. no
0: fruits laying on top of each other. And, it, exactly. And is there like uh, I'm mean, gonna imagine because it's so young here, you guys are really looking at clone selection and different things that are all right. Maybe this bunches are a little tighter than those, and we want to try different yeah, things. You know,
1: because it is so young right now, it's just kind of we're just Starting to look yeah, into that. Yeah. Know, originally yeah. Originally, you know. And even for me still, it's just more of um, what varietal we're going with versus, yep. cl- you know, clonal selection at this point. We're just trying to see what uh, what seems to, to ripen the best and what's going to be so the best So So
0: where did you get the, like, where do you get the vines propagated? Where did you bring in the rootstock and all that? Is, there, is that kind of also through New Jersey wine growers or?
1: Um, no, you know, for me, um, just working with other winemakers and wineries, and knowing some good contacts for, for nurseries, yep. um, you know, throughout the U.S., a couple of places in New York, uh, a couple of nurseries in California that I've worked with that have, you know, yeah, some, you guys some have, better than others. Yeah, you know? yeah.
0: yeah, I can imagine. There's We've had some shady nursery deals down in New Zealand, too, where you don't necessarily know what you're getting until yeah. three or four years down the road. Yeah, I've,
1: uh, I've had problems with some uh, some crown gall on one of my last plantings and mm-hmm. so kind of struggling with that at this point and mm. trying to get that removed yeah yeah so yeah it's a i mean i
0: think trials a lot of people don't realize that you make one little mistake in the vineyard and it's three years before you can fix it you know and exactly. whether that's pruning or or uh you know you, you you have issues with virus or anything like that it can be years before stuff's fixed you and uh you got
1: virus in there it takes years to get it out it takes uh it takes years just to get the vine established to figure out whether you're going to like the fruit mm-hmm. that's uh you know that you've planted and you know from you get your first harvest to you actually get to sell the bottle of wine yeah you know you get five or seven years into it before you uh you know you know what the, what the quality is ultimately going to be
0: so that was a pretty good moment then when you guys because i i buy fruit and i you know i work with growers and everything and i think it's pretty crazy to and i work for a vineyard and i know how how much of a struggle it is and i i sweat along with with the guy but uh you know that i work for but when you actually own that property and here it's it's a real labor of love that you just it's but when you finally get it in the bottle and somebody likes it and buys it it's like (laughs) yeah
1: exactly Yeah. yeah it's this this time of year starts to get uh, a little stressful for yes. me you know because we're there everything looks spectacular you know i'm just really excited about the uh the vintage yeah you know but we've got you know another another four weeks you know five weeks before we get get yeah, through everything like, so it's maybe
0: rain a little but not too much yeah and, exactly you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah we could
1: use a little but don't you know stop on one day and right you know la- last year was one of those you know incidents where you know everything was you know best year ever and we got hit with a hurricane and mm. you know right right before harvest and that kind of diluted put, things yeah, a bit yeah put put the end to put the end of that so yeah. still some some pretty good grapes out of the, out of the vintage um, got a lot of stuff off beforehand before the before the hurricane yeah. and um, you know could could have been worse could have been could have been better so that's just the way it works
0: yeah it's a learn every yeah. year you kind of got to yeah. feel it out yeah. uh and and out of the the wines that you make uh, you know Oh, I'm gonna obviously go out and have a taste in a little bit, but is there some of your favorites that you like to work with, or are there some that are always very challenging, or, or anything like that? What would you and stuff that you would like people to try, you know, when they come through? Yeah, I
1: mean, there's uh, I've got my favorites. I've got some that are that are challenging. That uh, <laughs> are sort of my favorites, but I it's kind of a love hate relationship yeah. between. Sounds them. like I've me and Pinot Noir, <laughs> <laughs> right, right? Yeah, I've got some uh, Syrah that uh, I've every every year for the last. 10 years i've threatened to rip it out yeah you know it's uh keeps keeps going and uh keep getting some decent you know grapes off of it and i you know like the wine it's making so that's one of those but the uh our merlot seems to just work yeah um you know whatever i do it just seems to, to come out well and has uh made some you know very well recognized wines throughout the state cool um some some good medals. nice like gold gold medals uh you know for us our we were the first uh, New Jersey winery to win a gold medal for a, you know, a wine in a New Jersey wine competition our, our first year open, and that awesome. was with the Merlot. So it's, uh, it's always right there, yep. one of the best wines in the state.
0: So with all these accolades and, and hype, this must be why you know Keith Wallace because he's uh, quite a character. He, he, yeah, <laughs> he, he, he
1: likes teak. He can find all, all that hype. He, he knows how to <laughs> i
0: might be talking to him next so uh we'll certainly we won't uh, say anything bad about him no we won't say well he doesn't he don't know Mm -hmm. he's too busy to listen and care (laughs) and he does it himself to himself anyway so i don't think it matters great guy though uh he is a great guy and he's been uh uh, he's a guy who helped me out early on as well and sort of directed me into uh chemistry which is for better or for worse where i ended up you know doing for school and everything so
1: I i actually just met keith um Few few months ago, he was doing a uh, little wine competition. It was the uh, they call it the uh, Rittenhouse uh, Judgment of Rittenhouse in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. and they took some New Jersey wines, and one of ours uh, made it into competition, and uh, we uh, just narrowly got beat out by one of the French French wines. So. And that was white or red? So that was our Chardonnay. Chardonnay our, yeah. our I thought fermented. it was whites. I remember
0: seeing it on. Um,
1: yeah, our that. white. Um, you know he, he liked our our white but uh you know the most of all the new jersey wines but one of the new jersey reds beat out the, the french counterpart that they oh, wanted so cool. it was uh it was, you know pretty good to get i think that. any of that stuff is
0: really fun and it creates you know i think it works both ways even for you know there's probably people in new jersey that say well why is french wine so good and then they'll go try some and it works really good for both there's some bordeaux and Gilbert Gravels is this little area in uh, Hawks Bay that they do some competitions with Bordeaux as well, and it's great for both places and fun. And you know, yeah, exa- exactly. Yeah. Is there any um, cross state? Like, do you guys ever do anything against Pennsylvania or New York or anything like that? Is there anything coming?
1: Um, not, not yet. Not for yeah. us personally. Um, I'm sure maybe some of the wineries that are a little closer to Pennsylvania might uh, might do something like that, but we haven't uh, haven't gotten into that. Yeah. You know, at, at this point, so.
0: Yeah, well you guys are just starting out you know yeah maybe. yeah we're,
1: we're we're pretty new so we're just yeah. uh, you know that's exciting get, time though know. you
0: know it's, it seems pretty cool um yeah so what else uh we're we're, we're onward and upward next uh are you gonna try to expand a little more plant a little more or what are, what are your thoughts Yeah, the
1: plans are just to uh keep adding on to the adding on to the vineyard we've got uh, about you know 10 acres right now i'd mm-hmm. um, like to double that in the next you know few years Keep the uh, production going, and that'll
0: be just kind of all in Cape May area. Um, Cape yeah, area? that'll be uh, that'll be all on site, all estate mm-hmm. grown fruit. You got some space on the existing property? Yeah, we've got about
1: 100 acres. Oh, okay, um, cool. Yeah, yeah that's property awesome. to to expand on. So we've got a pretty good situation here.
0: Good, and you're a young guy, so you're gonna be doing yeah. this for a while. That's uh, great. I hope so. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> if this business doesn't kill me first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know that's the the part that uh, that gets you after a while is the.
1: Yeah, I was thinking of retiring and going into the wine business.
0: Yeah, that's, that's I. I always when people say that, I go, what, "What are you
1: thinking? This is harder than probably anything you're ever going to do." Yeah, you know? exactly. This is a you know full-time job and and then some. Yeah, you know?
0: absolutely. But it's like two uh, jobs. Yeah, hopefully, uh, you know, you reap reap the awards and the, you know, there's a lot of pride involved in what what you do. It seems exactly. like a lot, so. a, lot of, a lot
1: of pride, a lot of passion. Yeah, uh, goes into it. And that's why fulfilling. that's
0: why I do this because I think anywhere. I t- anybody I talk to in the world, anybody you go to, they all got like this interesting story how they ended up making wine and everybody's very passionate about it and, and I think there's a lot of people out there that want to hear the story of like, well, how did a winery start in Cape May or how did it start in Sicily or how did it start, you know, and everybody's got an, an interesting story. So uh, I appreciate you sitting down and telling me a bit of your story. I hope to come back um, next year or soon enough and maybe, you yeah. uh, uh, I think after I do a little more looking into it and I have some friends, you know, poke around on the site and do things like that, um, you know, we can have a think about uh, coming back and chatting with you a bit. Everything really to this point for me has been, what's the story? How did you end up? Here we are now. And uh, maybe next time we can come back and chat about, well, you know, what's the next stage? And after I've tasted the wines, I'll probably have a lot more questions. And, uh right. And uh, we'll go from there, but I appreciate it, Todd. And uh, like I said before, is Todd Worker with hawkhavenvineyard.com. We'll put up the link for the website, the Facebook, and New Jersey Wine Growers, and uh, hopefully a few other things. And uh, I appreciate you talking to us. Yeah. Cheers, man. Fantastic. Cheers. All right.
1: Appreciate it.